This podcast is part of the Michigan Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Go to michigansportsandentertainment.com for more great podcasts. And now, on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of... We're watching here! We're watching here! This is Opinionated Movie Talk with Chris and Perry. I'm Chris Williams. With me, as always, is Perry Seibert. How are you doing, Perry? I'm great. How are you doing, Chris? I'm great. We're here for another bonus episode. We and I are. think what's really fun about this is we're going to talk about a movie you haven't seen. So we'll, we'll see how Ooh, this, okay. this goes. I get to be the one who's seen something you haven't seen, which is very rare for the podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is a bonus episode we like to do every once in a while. Right now you're getting it in the main feed, but uh, pretty soon we'll start moving these over just to the Patreon account, these bonus episodes. So if you want to keep hearing them, uh, yeah, go over to Patreon and support us. Uh, that helps us get some better technology, cover the cost of movies, uh, things like that. So we appreciate all the support we can get. So today, uh, last time we talked, we talked about um, Take This Waltz, which you picked as kind of an overlooked movie from this decade that you wanted people to pay attention to. And I believe you called it your number one movie of the decade so far. It's in the running. I, I don't want to say definitively that because I don't. Okay. I don't like to commit to something like that. I'm a very cautious man, Chris. But yes, I, I, it will certainly be. I can't imagine it won't be in the top three. At the, it for sure will be one of the three best movies of the decade when okay. I make that list in a few months. My selection will not be. Um, <laughs> okay. It, it is not. It, it is not going to be in the con- in contention for the top even ten of my decade. But it is one of those movies that baffles me and kind of enrages me that people <laughs> did not pick up on. It has a lot of critical love, but it sank like a stone when it came out, and I don't feel like it's caught on. It is the 2016 comedy pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Uh, this was... <laughs> This is a mockumentary. It stars The Lonely Island from Saturday Night Live. Yes. So Andy Samberg and then Jorma Tacone and Akiva Schaefer, they directed this movie. Yes. And it is a mockumentary about a uh, a pop star, Connor For Real, who was part of a boy <laughs> band. And it's set up kind of like a Justin Bieber documentary. Which there was at the time. Yep. And it, it's very meticulously recreating that. Um, following him as he puts out his new album, which we quickly learn is not going to be the same success of his first one because Rolling Stone deals it the shit emoji instead of any stars. Um, and it's, it's kind, it's produced by Judd Apatow. So it's pretty much what you would expect from a Lonely Island movie. It is, it is a bunch of very funny, very catchy songs. Um, that are funny. I listen to the soundtrack for this movie over and over in my car still. Uh, there is a song about Mona Lisa, going to see the Mona Lisa and discovering she is an overrated piece of shit. <laughs> uh, there is a song just called the Bin Laden song, which I, he did premiere on Saturday Night Live, and I'm not sure how, uh, because it's fairly dirty. Um... This has, this, this is really, it's kind of, and I don't want to say it's like Spinal Tap, because it's it's got a different feel, whereas that kind of parodied the music box of that day. This is really pulling from your Justin Bieber documentaries, your Katy Perry, where it's really glossy. There's a lot of 
uh, social media content. Yes. Uh, it's pulling from that, and then everything just, of course, goes wrong, because that's what the movie is. Yes. And I don't want to say too much more. Like I said, no one saw this movie. I wish people would see it. Uh, it's much funnier than I think the previews gave it credit for. I didn't expect much, expect much going in. Um, but this is, I would put this right up there with something like Walk Hard, another Judd Apatow music comedy that bombed on release. And I think it's just as funny. It also has a fantastic role, just like Walk Hard, for Tim Meadows. And <laughs> Excellent. Maya Rudolph is hilarious in it. Always. And she is a goddess. Yes. I adore Maya Rudolph. It's so funny. I, and that's really all I can say. I don't want to spoil any of it. But you haven't seen it. I have never seen it. I will say that I uh, I I listen to the Walk Hard soundtrack regularly. Mm-hmm. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant piece of work. I the, I like the soundtrack better than the movie. Okay. <laughs> I think the movie's funny. The movie's too long. But uh, I oh, recently yeah. rewatched it. That's the only reason I was like, was this just like I remembered it? Uh, did you end up watching? There is an unrated director's cut yeah, I, that runs about a half hour long. I the don't think it was that one. I have the Blu-ray. Of it. I will tell okay. you this. It is worth sitting through the closing credit. It's got the best closing credit cookie of any movie ever. Walk Hard does. Uh, it also has the best Bob Dylan parody ever with Royal <laughs> yes. Jelly. Uh, but no, I would, I would, I, I would see Popstar. I remember seeing the trailers. Like, mm-hmm. I would give that a shot. I don't, I didn't, I mean, I am an SNL junkie. I, I watch Saturday Night Live to this day with a near religious fervor. I, 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 I love, I love that that show still exists. Uh, and I have very strong opinions about Andy Samberg on the show. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Um, uh, but I was very interested in this and would have absolutely given it a shot even after the disaster that was, uh, 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 uh uh, 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 Land of the Lost. Oh, did he keep his shape? Yeah. Holy crap! He also did the Watch, which is terrible. Or to come to, uh, yeah. So it's that it wasn't a it wasn't a stellar filmography going in, but I was like, that's a really good premise. Uh, I reviewed all of those awful 3D music docs, and so I would love to see a parody of them. Uh, it just it disappeared too quick. I never got to it, and then. And then I was done. <laughs> is it is it is it streaming anywhere currently? Uh, I rented it just last night on Amazon. Okay, I know it pops up on HBO. I am going to correct you though. Oh, is it? Because Who did the Land of the Lost? Yorma Tacone was in Land of the Lost. In Land of the Lost. That's my mistake. Brad Siberling, who did Oh Giant Unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he directed Land of the Lost. Yes, which is worthy of discussion as the weirdest, most ill-advised family film I have ever seen. <laughs> Uh, Yorma yeah. Tacon directed *McGruber*, which is a movie I love. Me too. And another movie that bombed horribly. Famously. Famously. <laughs> even more so than this one. This at least disappeared quietly. Yeah. *McGruber* was an ugly big bomb. And, and it, it did, doesn't deserve that fate at all. No, I, I love *McGruber*. I would put it up in my at least top four of Saturday Night Live movies. Maybe it, higher. If you have never seen it, and Will Forte is He's mad. some level of mad genius. If you have never seen, it's from the Christmas episode. It's the same Christmas episode of SNL where they premiered Christmas Time for the Jews. <laughs> the brilliant, brilliant parody. Uh, if you have never seen the Spelling Bee skit... Oh, my word from your face, you have not. I have not. <gasps> oh, well, guess what we're going to be watching, Chris, as soon as we stop recording this. What I have seen is Will Forte in the potato chip sketch. Oh, so good. Which, 
killed me. So good. Oh. So good. Oh, anyway, so yes. Uh, MacGruber is a, a joy to behold. And I wouldn't put this, this is not quite as nonstop funny as MacGruber. MacGruber just thinking about certain sequences from that. So good. Makes me laugh. So good. Another great Maya Rudolph appearance. Another, Maya Rudolph is fantastic. Maya Rudolph is a goddess. Um, and she is really good. She has a very brief role in this, but she sells the heck out of it. She's very funny. Tim Meadows is just, he's one of those guys who pops up and part of me wishes he had had a giant career as a comedic movie star, but part of me thinks he's just perfect showing up in these little roles. You wouldn't think that if you remember Ladies Man movie. Ah, try true. I, I just love he comes in and he just walk hard, same thing. He steals that movie in this <laughs> small role. And he, he does he does that really good here. He's great in Mean Girls. Yes. He's got three great scenes in Mean Girls. Um Chris Red, who is a current Saturday Night Live cast member, yes. he's in this. And he is very funny as a rapper they pick up. <laughs> um, linking back to two previous We're Watching Here episodes, uh, Connor's manager is played by Sarah Silverman. Oh, yay! And his mom is played by Joan Cusack, <laughs> who plays him at, her as the rock star mom who just loves to hang out with the kids and smoke cocaine. So you got comedic perfection right it's, there. It's great. Um, like Walk Hard, it also has, probably second to Walk Hard, the funniest dick joke I've seen in it. <laughs> it's it's so good. Um, it's so good that it does kind of make up for the fact that I don't know that Andy Samberg plays a personality other than himself in anything I've seen in it. <laughs> I really like him on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it's just more personality-wise. But he's basically playing Andy Samberg. Yeah. Uh, what was your, what, what's your thoughts on it? I know you... Yeah, I was... Um... The Lonely Island guys are such a weird niche of SNL history because mm-hmm. they really were the ones that dragged them into the digital age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Lazy Sunday. And for that reason, I always liked that that was their niche. Like, I didn't need him to be on the show, and he never seemed to feel the need to be in sketches. He never he understood really what he did yeah. uh, in a way that I really respected. <laughs> And I like, and much of the Lonely Island stuff I really enjoyed. I, I, like, I still, I will listen to, uh, what's the name of the, it, I can't even remember the name of the album now. The Lonely Island album, the oh, most recent. Incredible. Incredible. Okay. Is what it is, uh, which I greatly enjoy and will listen to and think those are really good pieces of work. Aside from the visuals, I think they're really, they're really strong songs. Oh, yeah. They're really good, funny songs. And that plays out here. I mean, this is very much a Lonely Island movie. Because yeah. When the other two aren't, aren't on the screen, you can tell they're still behind all those songs, which is great, and the songs are fantastic. Uh, it, I definitely liked this a lot better than Andy Samberg's other big movie. Did I give Hot Rod? That's my boy. Oh, Hot Rod! How about Hot Rod? I, okay, which was directed by Akiva Schaefer, who yes. directed this, uh, co-directed this. I have a soft spot for Hot Rod. Okay. okay, but I will say I went to a press screening of that movie with a friend of mine from work, and we were the only two people laughing during the entire. Uh. Screening. All right. And I did not care for Hot Rod. Okay. I, was like, I, I, was like, I that totally doesn't, understand that. This, the Hot Rod did not work for me. I don't loathe it, but it did not work for me. It, it was one of those ones that went so weird in some places that I really, I, I laughed really hard. <laughs> um, but I totally get that it is not everyone's cup of tea. Um, oddly enough, going back to another connection in this episode, the only other time that happened where me and the same friend were the two people laughing at a press screening uh, was the Will Forte, Will Arnett movie, The Brother Solomon. <laughs> which, again, is a movie that I understand. I get it. But it makes me laugh pretty hard. All right, there you go. 
But um, Will Forte makes me laugh. Will Forte's great. I loved um, Last Man on Earth, the TV show he did. He did these. Uh, uh, so I remember seeing. I can't remember who was being interviewed, but was somebody? It was an SNL person being asked, uh, and they were asked, "What makes Lorne laugh?" Because Lorne never appears to, yeah. you know, Lorne doesn't break when he's on screen. And the person said, so at the time, and this is really obscure SNL stuff, uh, do you remember Zell Miller? No. Okay. No, so Zell Miller was a, was a, a, an old Southern Democrat. Okay. Who, uh, became famous in a brief period in the, uh, the early 90s. When Will, when Will Forte was on the show, or maybe, maybe, maybe a time the bomb was in the mid 2000s, I'm forgetting. But he would go and he would freak out on the air. He would get really angry and he was this old Southern guy and he'd get really worked up. Okay. At one point he challenged uh, Chris Matthews to a duel. Oh, wow. He literally said, I wish I could duel you. And so Will Forte started doing him on Saturday Night Live. And when he would do it, he would, and again, this is not going to work. It's a podcast. I apologize. Find a clip. He would lock his neck muscles so that you could see the veins start to pop out on his neck. And he would do it and start screaming. He would do it so intensely that Will Forte's face would turn eggplant red, purple. And they said, this, this makes Lorne Michaels crack up. When he, when you, when, yeah, when he takes it that. that far, that breaks Lorne up on the set. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. Who he he does have a bit part in Pop Star. Oh, yeah, I gotta but see I'm this. But I'm not gonna spoil that because I gotta see this. The simple appearance is just wonderful. Um, I highly recommend Pop Star. It God, it's one of those movies that I again I hope it will uh, catch on and get a cult following. But it's so so hard for them to do that these days. <laughs> Everything is streaming. If it's not on streaming, it doesn't catch up. And I don't know, it made me wish, like, between that and MacGruber, I, I feel like the, I don't know, the SNL movies that are kind of edgy, because I would count this as kind of an SNL-adjacent movie, because Lonely sure. Island made so much of it. I feel like there's a market to really push the boundaries of what they do on SNL in the movies, but people don't seem to respond to that. No, no, and, there are a lot of very good SNL movies that were utterly ignored. Yeah, and... I'm a big fan of Stuart Saves His Family. That's a that. fabulous movie. You'd like it. It's a fab, and it is as, it is as much a drama as a comedy. Okay. And it, it takes the, it takes the recovery stuff of Stuart Smalley really seriously. And it's, while still being funny. I mean, it's not, yeah. this, I don't mean to imply that it's. I think because it came and went. And I, then I would relegate it to, it's Pat the movie. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's Pat or Coneheads and, uh, I, I do. Or the ladies' man. Uh, <laughs> I do remember Coneheads. This is turning into an SNL podcast. Whatever. I like it. It's a bonus. You're getting two episodes in one. Uh, I I remember for my birthday when I was a teenager telling my parents they had to take me to go see the Coneheads movie for my birthday. <laughs> I didn't do anything else but go see the Coneheads movie because it was going to be hilarious. And it was not. <laughs> and, and we were the only four people in the movie theater. Yeah. And it was not good. You think it's terrible, and then you watch A Night at the Roxbury. Oh, gosh. No, I haven't even... I, I, I think that that might have released me from any interest in SNL movies. That's, it's, a, it's a dreadful film. Because uh, I did not see Superstar, the Molly Shannon one. I did. It's it's problematic. 
I, it was not a bad, that, that, yeah, it's, it's got funny stuff in it, but it doesn't hold for a whole, a whole movie. Yeah, I didn't see Roxbury. I didn't see Ladies Man. Um, even though I liked the Ladies Man sketch, but it, it, it did strike me as one of those things like, I don't think there's a movie here. That's not going to work. Um, yeah. maybe I got interested because I heard, oh, Julianne Moore's in it. Yeah. And then I read what Julianne Moore does. I'm like, okay, let me just that. Let me keep her dignity. Um, yeah, so just curious. I'm just tossing this out there. Do you have like four favorite SNL movies? Yeah. Uh, I have to. I'd re- I, you know, I don't want to give you an off the cuff answer. I'd really want to answer this. I, I do care enough. Um, so yeah, we will be back next week with a new episode. And until then, I'm Chris Williams. I'm Perry. And we'll see you again. <laughs>